I think the clarity that then brings about focus on those goals, finding mentors along your path, time for reflection. I think all that's groundwork that we can start putting in, not just as we enter a new year, but as we prepare any month for any ideas that we want to enact or realities we want to see. It's about being intentional. Welcome to Starve the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. I'm thrilled today to be with my good friend, John Harrison, who is a author of multiple books. One of my favorites being Mastering the Game, of course, from classicallytrained.net, a speaker, all the above, doing great things. And we're hanging out at a mystery location. Welcome, John. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here, Jared, as always. <laughs> Are we allowed to say where we're at? Or I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to cause trouble. I, yeah, I don't know. So we can either confirm nor deny this location. Uh, maybe if we just point. say the, the niche of the, the location. Maybe. I think that would be appropriate. <laughs> we, we can go there. It is a, uh, a European style restaurants of uh, undisclosed specific country. And the only reason we're, we're being a little vague is is we had a what could have been a run-in <laughs> setting up the podcast <laughs> equipment <laughs> where people said, hey, you know, I have a visa, but don't mention my name and blah, blah, blah. So well, anyway. we chalk it up to the hazards and adventures <laughs> specific to podcasting. That said, if you send us an email, <laughs> I will tell you the location privately. So how about that? So that gives people incentive. To write to us, John, and, and say hello. John, what's your email? Absolutely. To him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can reach out at john, <laughs> J-O-N, at classicallytrained.net. So feel free to ask John where, where we're having this mystery location podcast recording today. And I got a feeling John will tell you. So, uh, John, welcome again. And, uh, you know, I, I see a lot of stuff on the Facebook and on uh, different social media channels about the new year coming up and having the best year ever. Rightfully mm, so, mm. people are wanting to think no. ahead and be prudent and make some goals that allow them to make progress. You have been one of those folks. I've been one of sure. those folks. And so I thought, what better way to sit down with you and, and talk about those types of things, but also talk about another passion, which is Star Wars. Uh, we got the Rogue One movie yes. that's coming out. I'll probably be out by the time people are listening to this. And I know I'm excited about it. I'm sure you yes. are. There's plenty of other people are. But is there a tie-in? And this may be a stretch, mm. John, but is there a tie-in between lessons learned from Star Wars, the whole series overall, mm. that could be applicable into having a productive year or planning for a productive year. So, John, no pressure, but let's let's start there. Well, Jared, let me answer your question with another question. Please. Is there ever not an appropriate tie-in with Star Wars? <laughs> um Again, I, I'm going to turn this to the audience. If you can think of, if you think of an example of not an appropriate tie-in, uh, send that email to John. Don't send that to me. But uh, no, <laughs> well, I, I, fairness, I would challenge people on social media and and hit it up with the the hashtag not Star Wars tie-in. <laughs> Star Wars. I don't I don't know whatever <laughs> hashtag you want to use. But uh, I love Star Wars, and there are a lot of takeaways from Star Wars. Yes. So this might yes. be easy, or it might not be. So we'll, we'll just see what happens. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned, uh, I, I think you mentioned the word blueprint in there as you're talking about planning for this year coming up. We have 2017 coming up. I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about 2016. It's been an interesting sure. year. That seems to be a case almost every yeah. end of year, though. I it could be said, yes. about 2015. So. Yes, absolutely. And so as we go into 2017, blueprint, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind when it comes to Star Wars is the blueprint for the Death Star. Yes. You know, that's that's the core spoiler alert, core yes. component of Rogue One is how did those rebels get the blueprint for 
the Death Star. Well, and if we watch the movie, we're going to find that out. But I like right. the word blueprint. And mm. when you think of the word blueprint, how in the world would that tie in to being prepared and having a productive 2017? Mm. Well, you know, I, I think it's about having a plan, right? Right. So if we don't know where we're going, it's hard to get there. Or, or one could say it's, it's really easy to get there. Sure. <laughs> so I, I think it starts out with having a plan as you're going into this year, being intentional to begin with. You got to have that goal. Now, there's a lot of debates. People talk about SMART goals, that acronym, you know, right. the, the S-M-A-R-T, the, the specific and all that and going down that, that route. And that's, that's fine and good. But, but I think that one thing that's really important is when you think back to A New Hope, or, or as I like to say, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars Episode 4. <laughs> the, the original Star Wars. <laughs> right. Uh, episode 4, A New Hope. You remember that scene at the very end where Luke's on that approach and he's getting ready to put to use that blueprint that mm. they have about where's the weakness of the Death Star and his tracking devices, he's fidgeting with it, and he decides to shut it down. And he's going to use the force, right? He's going to close his eyes and, and fire this off using his instinct. What he's doing is he's picturing success when he does that. Mm. He's got an outcome in mind. He knows very clearly, very vividly, with emotion, what the outcome needs to be. And so I think that mental picture and tying emotion to it is key to any success, any plan you have. You got to have that picture in mind and you got to feel it. Because if you don't feel it, you're not going to be inspired you're not going to take the actions you need to, and you're not going to be able to imagine what success looks like. So how are you going to know if you achieve it? So that's a, a good first point for a blueprint is you need to have that vision in your mind of what it is you're wanting to hit, that target. And I love how you use the reference of Star Wars Episode Four, or as you said, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's a great example. Just again, me trying to play off that, I think of, I'm going to use that Yoda quote that everybody knows, and there's no try. Mm. You know, there's do. Mm. And, and I think when it comes to planning out a year, you know, you don't want to say, hey, I want to try to lose weight or I don't want to, I want to try to have this kind of goal and, and meet this kind of, you know, opportunity. You're going to have to have that plan that you talked about, that blueprint. So what would you think would be the next step beyond uh, having that vision? What, 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 what happens next? Well, okay. So we start out with that clear vision. Yes. We tie the emotion to it. Because right. again, that emotion is important. That visualization is so huge. If you can't see that outcome and feel it, then, then you need to really spend some time working on that. You got to want it. Yes, absolutely. And you said something really great. You know, do or do not, there is no try. That's, you got to be all in. But I want to give a counterpoint to that. Yes. So a counterpoint is if we go on to episode five, Empire, mm. right? At I like the, end the sequence of there, here. We're going to go in order, right? <laughs> <laughs> you have that interaction between Sith Lord Darth Vader and bounty hunter Boba Fett, and they're talking about testing out this carbonite freezing device on Han Solo. That's right. And, and Boba Fett's line, he doesn't have many of them, but his comment is something to the effect of, you know, he's no good to me dead. I remember that. And in that line, you need to remember that as you're envisioning things, as you're getting ready to go all in, you're no good to you dead. And what I mean by that is while you're all in, you also can't abandon who you are in the process. You need to be true to yourself. You need to keep that core of what makes you you. You can't be so into your goals that you neglect your family in the process. So I think it comes back to having values. And so that's where your next point is, is, is what are your values? Getting clear on not only what I want, why do I want this? Why is this important to me? What are the values and I don't want to sacrifice what matters most to me in an attempt to make these goals. So I think that's the next spot. What's a real life example of that? Well, so there are people who will put together goals that might not be in line with what matters to them. So I think it's easy to do that in the realm of finances. Mm. Have you ever set a financial goal? Yes, of course. 
yeah, I think all of us at some point have said, I want to make, you know, X hundred a year. Right. Thousand. I want 10,000 <laughs> opportunities that aren't requiring me to take more time than necessary from my family. Is that an example? Well, if you set your goals around on the money piece and you don't have the balance for your family, mm-hmm. then you're going to be making sacrifices that you can't even expect what the outcome might be. And that's what I'm really trying to get at is create a balance. You know, right. that's, that's Zig Ziglar's balance wheel, right? Okay. Are you balancing your family? Are you balanced balance financially? Are you balanced in all areas that matter to you? Because if you're lopsided, it's like a square wheel. Kind of does that weird flip-flop thing. Or if you've ever driven on a flat going down the highway, it's not a pretty thing. Yeah, you might make some progress, but it's going to be awkward and not likely to take you as fast, as far, as quick. Exactly. And, and, and it's not going to be fun. Yeah, you're going to have to make some changes. <laughs> yeah. And, well and so, you know, I would say don't sacrifice who you are in the process of getting those goals. Be, be intentional. Now, I love the example of when they're going to freeze Han Solo because you recall, I'm sure, that original opportunity to freeze was really for Luke. Yes. But they tested with Han. So maybe right. how does this idea of testing come into play with the blueprint or does it? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a, a great way because we have opportunities to learn lessons mm-hmm. from those situations. Now, you know, thankfully in, in the story, we we never got to see the lessons learned played out because Luke had no interest in hanging out in that pit and getting frozen. He was out of there as quick as he got in. But there's that chance to really learn about what works right. and why it works and, and analyze it. The other thing that you think as we move forward into the next episode of Return of the Jedi we visit Han in his frozen state. Yes. And there's that opportunity to reverse and to reverse engineer and learn about, can you actually unfreeze a person from carbonite? Which you can, but they may not be able to see very well for a little while. <laughs> and when you think about that, realize that failure, mistakes, or experiments, if you will, aren't always fatal. And oftentimes they're not. Sure, there might be some, some drawbacks, but nothing that can't be recovered from if you learn your lessons and, and you put those to use. So that brings us to Return of the Jedi. What, tell me, when you think of Return of the Jedi, where would you draw lessons from that film towards Man. setting goals? Oh, my goodness. Redemption, you know, some impulse that might have happened in, or did happen in episode five. And now I need to course correct. I need to reconsider priorities uh, where he could have, uh, when Luke could have spent more time with Yoda and Yoda was basically saying, please do, mm-hmm. please, you know, be here. And he says, no, I need to go take care of this. And he ultimately does. He, he goes to find his friends. And we know that at the end of Empire, but he does come back. He comes back. So I, I guess that's tying into what you're talking about is uh, you're going to try some things. Some things are going to work better than others, but don't let that prevent you from still working toward that end goal. Well, let me ask you another question yeah. here. I'm going to interject. Jared, who's your Yoda? Who's my Yoda? <laughs> <laughs> well, my Yoda's changed <laughs> over the last couple of years. So this answer is different. I think for me, I'm grounded right now spiritually where um, priorities for me involve, you know, reading my Bible, being involved in a Bible study, you know, being active in my church, things like that. And because I am doing those things, I feel like uh, that helps me with the perspective of the direction that I need to be going in. And while that is not a single person, that's a body of things that are guiding me, right? I, and my wife, clearly, I'm, I'm not making major decisions without talking with her and making Smart sure man. that yeah, <laughs> making sure that we're on the same page. And I'm blessed with a wife who's supportive. Uh, even in the past when I've made decisions that weren't very wise, 
she's still been gracious. Yes. <laughs> and uh, but but we've learned from that too. So I I think having you know those different aspects of of uh, different areas of my life I can go to and make decisions based on feedback from that and direction from that has helped me a lot this last year. You know, that's, uh, a, that's a really great point because yeah. they're unlike the movie. We're not always going to find that one Yoda who's going to teach us everything we need to know. There's going to be different times that we learn from others in different ways. I'm in a new season myself. I just sure. recently started a new job. And so there's a steep learning curve when you come into somewhere new. There's a new culture. There's a, a new way of doing things. And so I'm in a learning mode. And so definitely, I didn't know the person I'm learning the most from now just a few months ago. Right. So those changes can happen without much warning sometimes. And I think you hit on something really important, though. It's important to always be learning in those areas that are important to us. And there's been seasons in my life, John, where I felt, and I understand the error in this statement now, but at the time I did it, was I just wish I just had somebody to mentor me and somebody to guide me. And and what I've realized is there's so many good things out there. While you may not have that person one-on-one being able to do that, you have podcasts, you have books, you have different things like that to go and, and reference. And don't let that be an excuse of, okay, I don't have somebody holding my hand. There's plenty of good insight out there that you can learn from. Mm-hmm. And you should. Well, and you know what? So if you think about Luke's own journey, he started out with Obi-Wan Kenobi as his first mentor, if you will. Right. And he learned and he grew and he he moved on. And then Yoda came along and, and took him to the next level. And by the time we get to Jedi, he's really surpassed his teachers, at least when it comes to what he needed to know for where he was to be and where he was going next. And in that same way, we're always growing. And in some cases, we we do outgrow those people who were mentors previously. So I think it's interesting to to see that journey. In the latest episode that came out this last year, so I believe that's, uh, if I'm doing the math here correctly, episode seven. That's correct. um, That one, we see what happens to some of these characters years later. Yes. And one thing that's interesting is we noticed that Luke is not necessarily in the picture and he's on sabbatical right. more or less. And that idea is something I think gets passed over when people are making goals is this mm-hmm. idea of at some point I need to, I need to maybe rest. Yes. <laughs> maybe yes. I need a break. Maybe, maybe it's not about, you know, climbing this big mountain. Maybe it's, maybe it's about taking a pause and, you know, taking a breath and thinking through what's going on. <laughs> I was wondering what your take is on that. Well, and it's funny you mentioned mountain because that's that's exactly where he's found. He's found at yes. the top of this this mountain overlooking this ocean planet, and and he's taking time to reflect and to think about what's mattering. And his first response isn't to say anything. And I think that is something that it might be a bit of a stretch, but it does trigger in my mind. You know, goals are funny about who we share them with and, and how much introspection we put into them, how much time we spend in solitude. And I want to say isolation. Right. Isolation is cutting yourself off. Solitude is taking that time for yourself. Be introspective. Think about the consequences of your actions. Are you achieving your goals? Are you getting the direction you want to? Or do you need a new strategy? And then when you meet others, sometimes it's important to stop and listen. It's important to be slow to speak. Yes. <laughs> and slow to anger as well, but slow to speak about things and not just blurt them out. And I've seen too many people that are so quick to jump onto that. I've got something to tell you. I'm going to do the talking. And when you do that, you don't listen and you can miss out on things you need to hear that might take you towards your goals. 
Well, John, we're wrapping up part one of this segment here. There's going to be a part two. I hope you don't mind because I, I like where this is going. Any final thoughts on part one? Well, we've addressed the original series. I think that this is a fitting place to pause before tackling the prequels. There needs to be some space between them. But I I think the clarity that then brings about focus on those goals, finding mentors along your path, time for reflection, I think all that's groundwork that we can start putting in, not just as we enter a new year, but as we prepare any month for any ideas that we want to enact or realities we want to see. It's about being intentional. So I think this isn't just a once a year thing. This is something we can do constantly all the time. No, this that's good. And we're going to uh, come back for part two and, and talk about some more practical stuff as you're going into 2017. John, thank you. Thank you. Goals are funny about who we share them with and how much introspection we put into them, how much time we spend in solitude. And I want to say isolation. Isolation is cutting yourself off. Solitude is taking that time for yourself. Be introspective. Think about the consequences of your actions. Are you achieving your goals? Are you getting the direction you want to? Or do you need a new strategy? And then when you meet others, sometimes it's important to stop and listen. It's important to be slow to speak slow to speak about things and not just blurt them out. And I've seen too many people that are so quick to jump onto that. I've got something to tell you. I'm going to do the talking. And when you do that, you don't listen and you can miss out on things you need to hear that might take you towards your goals. 